Loche. Dude. What's up? <laughs> Trying to come back to the reality. It's hard, man. Like, you just got back from a trip up to, what, what lake was it? Don Pedro Lake. Don Pedro, which is about how far away? It's three, three and a half hours. Kind of it's like not bad. North, northeast of Merced a little bit on your way to Sonora. Right, okay. And Four you were there for what, three, four days? We were there Monday, or I'm sorry, Wednesday through Saturday evening. Okay, right. And drove home Saturday night. And so just as you walked up, I found out you injured yourself on your first run and yep. you lost your phone to the bottom of the lake. Yep, some mishaps happen. That's all good. I mean, what do you do? I mean, you're not the first one to drop your phone. <laughs> no, out. I know. I'm Could not you imagine if one. you like drained like Lake Nacimento, what you would find? That's what we were talking about. That there's so, I'm sure there's so many keys and phones and wallets. Dead bodies. And there might be a couple. Don Pedro had like a murder thing happen quite a few years ago. Lisa really? found out about yeah because she watches fun. all those murder death kills. Right, <laughs> murder death kills. Um, but no, it was super fun. We went up there. Lisa's cousin has a houseboat on the lake, and there right. were like fourteen of us. But you guys, you guys weren't all staying on a houseboat. You had like had a house to go. No, stay no, 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 no. We all stayed on the houseboat. We all stayed on the houseboat. So How in the hell is that even physically possible? So there, it's crazy because it's it's basically almost like a double wide. Oh, okay. Right on. on on a pontoon right and they have a little back deck where it's got the tower that goes up top mm -hmm. and the up top is just a whole open deck that's covered okay so all the young ones slept up there oh right okay so everybody slept up a lot of people slept up there lisa yeah. and i slept in the front room on a pull-out bed right her dad slept in like this little room with a little cool little berth in it and then um her aunt and uncle slept in like the master bedroom that's off the back deck damn that sounds huge man 14 it wasn't even that it, it was a nice size one but there was one docked when we were unloading and, and bringing everything to the boat mm. <clears throat> that was three stories really three stories i was like are you kidding me that seems crazy it was gnarly and the second story was a whole bar it seems like it would just be like almost like top heavy you don't though it's not you're totally you're good you're good because for how high you, you those things are I mean, like it's got to be pretty high. wide though too for stability purposes pretty wide yeah. yeah and i mean depending on how many they i mean it could have three pontoons under there like three oh, of those right. tubes yep. or, for stability um but super good time yeah so for you it's kind of like um being able to go up and do that it's like recharging total recharging and laughing i mean we laugh so yeah. much and that was the think the best to me that's one of the best things it's like everybody just gets along so well and you're right. just laughing and you're just cutting up well it's the opposite of social media it's totally the opposite <laughs> i mean it it was so much fun you literally are just like whoo all right <laughs> and let me calm down from laughing for a little bit and all of a sudden it'll start up again and then yeah. it's contagious because people are like we hear each other laughing yeah. and then you're like what, what are they laughing about and you just keep yeah and then you get you get all giddy yeah. like what's going on man <laughs> What, what i miss that's cool man what i miss yeah that's uh especially like when you're kind of in like tight area together you're all enjoying this experience together i mean it's like and like you said you all get along which is a super big plus because like if you hated you know uncle joe yeah and he's like on that you know this little island with like that could be rough could be super rough but i mean there's little little family dramas i guess that would happen but that's normal yeah to me it didn't affect me at all so i'm so your trip was a little different than mine in the sense that we went to Seattle, which is a population of like 750,000 plus people. Yeah. Um, was the weather nice? We got super lucky, dude. It rained, it rained one morning, but before we even woke up and then everything else, it was like kind of humid, but it was like 75, 80 degrees every day. We were there from Tuesday to Saturday. 
and uh I had never been before. It was pretty cool. Took See, that was Sam, cool. Yeah, I took Sammy up to the Space Needle, and he, no fear, walked out on the glass. Nice. And, you know, looking down, and then we took How him How tall up. is that? That is not actually very tall. We went to another building, the Skyview Observatory, which is 73 floors high, a little over 900 feet tall. So you see the whole city. You see everything. Wow. Like 360, because you can walk all the way around it. <clears throat> yeah. And they have, um, you know, we they have, like, food and bar up there, so we were, like, it was, like, champagne and pizza, and, like, we were just... Hanging chilling, out. man. But um, it's different. Like when you know when you go to the lake or the mountains, which is where I'm going this weekend. It's like it's more of a recharging than a yeah. Seattle because you still have to kind of be like head on a swivel. You know what I mean? When you're walking around, you're like, uh, is that homeless dude gonna do something? You never know. Well, there was we were at um this awesome place called Biscuit Bitch for breakfast. <laughs> it was just super cool. Like they're known for like their biscuits. biscuits hopefully, and uh, yeah, <laughs> they're known for their orange juice. Mimosas. <laughs> <laughs> um. And this, there was this, like, family that looked like... Remember Carl from Wisconsin with the weird cut jeans? Yeah, 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 for sure. It looked like his family. They were, you know, just, you know, Midwest, totally. Nothing against Midwest. Were they okay with the name Biscuit Bitch? I mean, the mom seemed a little offended, but she was a little more offended by the... F- I missed it. I saw... I was looking out while eating at the window, and the family was over here, and there was a homeless person walking by this way. Yeah. And then this other homeless guy kind of, like, fast-walking away. And he's turning around, turning around, and I see, like, the dad and the son, like, looking at this guy. And then I realized he, the guy had either bumped into them or threw a drink at them. What the mom it? was, like, covered in stuff, and Uh-oh. she was, like, crying. Oh, booey. But I have, to, I have to call this. I have to say, dude, the dad was like, what are you doing? And, like, didn't go after the guy. Just like, what are you doing, If dude? somebody threw something at my wife and kid, I would have gone after the guy. Yeah, I'd be like, what are you doing? I'm not saying I would beat him up. I'm just saying I would have gone after the guy, potentially tried to get the cops there. But anyway, yeah, it was a fun trip, though, man. Got back, and now we're here for the week, and then we leave Friday to go to Twin Lakes outside of Bridgeport. And how long are you guys going up there for? Come back on Tuesday. Okay. Yeah, but I don't know. It's just so good to get away, get out of the bubble, and no matter what it is, whether it's, you know, like that kind of vacation that you just had where it's... It's awesome, dude. ...relax and recharge, or it's like going to a city like Seattle where it's... You know, you want to go to restaurants and check stuff out. Yeah. But yeah, it's cool. <clears throat> so definitely really, really liked it. I don't like I don't like the forty six though, driving home at like at night there's that one stretch between Kettleman and Kettleman and Reef City where they're repaving everything. And it's, oh yeah. So it's Yeah. It looks like black ice when you're driving and it didn't help that I felt like I was on a sea dew the whole way home. I felt like I was sliding. still getting like your like Well you're cause you're you're on the water, you know, for days yeah. and then you're you're on land again and you just I felt like the car would just be sliding yeah, yeah. and yeah. sliding and I'm like That is crap. such a weird feeling when you're on water long enough to where when you get off you're like, Okay, what's happening? Right yeah, now? you just feel like you're still on the water. Yeah. But it was dangerous through there because they're redoing it, the reflectors aren't that good, the stuff they have they don't there's no designating what the shoulder is mm-hmm. and then you look and you're like oh they put cones but they're in the fucking bushes thanks right. caltrans so this is like still them in in the middle of fixing it though right it's they're still in the middle of okay. fixing it but it's just so Pain, yes oh it was I white knuckled it well we're heading out that way friday because we have to go 46 out and then to the 99 i forget which how but we have to go up through um it's up through fresno and then north on oh the- yeah you're 99 and then we end up getting on like the 395, I think, at some point, possibly. I don't know. Annie knows. She's my there. navigator. Yeah. You know, the crazy thing is, and like, you know me, like, I'm, you know, for what I do with work and everything, yeah. there's no internet connection whatsoever where the house is. We have to drive like 10 or 15 minutes into Bridgeport to, Bridge to like the bar that has like probably a week 
internet signal. Um, so not to change from all this kind of happy vacation talk, but there's been a lot that happened because we did two episodes, like what, two weeks ago? Posted one that day and then one last week. Yeah. But we've had three more mass shootings. Yeah, that was kind of a shitty thing to come back, like after not having any news for four days, right. five days, you come back and you're like, oh, sweet. Welcome back to the real world. Sweet. Welcome back to the real world. Well, we so we had the garlic festival shooting. Two weeks ago. Yep. And then we had, in the span of 24, 36 hours, we had the El Paso shooting with, what was it, 20 dead? And, yep. And then we had the uh, Dayton, Ohio, yep. which was nine. Yep. It'd trip out, though, because a lot of people, aren't, they don't mention either, like, and there was 49 people killed in Chicago this week. I just read about that, too, yeah. And there's no... It's just mind blowing. I mean, do you think that's a whole race thing where they're like, "Oh, it's Chicago, it's like you can just killing say themselves." That. I mean, well, why does why doesn't sometimes it get you the think coverage? that I trip out because it's Chicago is super liberal and they've got strict strict Are they? gun laws. Oh yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they're democratically held place totally. Got it. Um, okay. And uh, they, you know, they have all these strict gun laws, but it's like there's just proliferation of you know illegal guns on the street isn't it isn't chicago the deadliest city as far as how many people are killed a year i i don't by gun i'm not sure i mean oh. well if you had a phone you could look it up yeah if i had a phone i could look that up <laughs> um but something definitely needs to be done dude i mean i just read a thing this morning on facebook and reposted it where it's like let's treat gun control like we do abortions you know mm-hmm. you're gonna have a waiting period which i know they already do right they're gonna screen you um, and talk to you and show you videos of mass, what gun violence can do. Right. There's gonna be people outside of the gun shops yelling you, at you and calling you a murderer. Right, when right. You're going to buy guns. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, your, your family will ostracize you. You'll have to, you know, put your guns up for adoption in another state. <laughs> <laughs> Just, it's to me, it's, it's like. Silly, man. It's super crazy, but it's wild because it's one of those things where. You know, as a nation, as a people who we are as Americans, it's ingrained in us. What, guns? Not just guns, but just a sense of, um, our, with our chest out. Right. And just like, this is how we do things. This is a, this is democracy. It's our way of the highway. It's our way of the highway. And that's how we've been as a country for 200 and what? We've two? only had, I want to say in our, in our 200 years as a country, there's only been less than 10 years of actual right. no wars, no, no and what was that like? There was when was that? I mean, it's has it been in the. It hasn't been in century? the present age. No, hell no. no. Okay, got it. Because we've been involved with all kinds of things. Like, once the Monroe Doctrine was enacted, right. it's like it's for our national interests. Right. Then we've had our fingers in everything. In everything. Yeah, it's, I've talked about that before, and I think we've probably talked about it. Where it's that whole thing where like we're the youngest nation, one of the or the youngest nation or one of the youngest nations, and it's like. But we, you know, we're like 16 years old trying to act like we're 36 we years old. We are like a young, we are like teenagers you know? trying to act like we're... And that whole, like, I get it. I mean, I'm glad I live in America and I love this country, but I also, like, love this world. And I think all countries have something to give. I think there's dipshits in every country, oh, in every sure. group, you know? Like, there's asshole, you know, uh, Christians and asshole this and asshole that. But there's also good people all around. And to, like, throw, like, a country or a culture away because of you know a handful of bad apples just seems ridiculous and yeah but it seems like our apples are just getting worse the white supremacy shit's been crazy and a lot of people link that to trump like not although he came out you know he said either yesterday or today 
came out and he said, you know, we can we condemn these white supremacists. And his, he used the strongest verbiage that I've heard him use so far. Yeah, but there's still no, like, we need to do something about this. We need to legislate something. We need to do something about the gun violence. There's right, but with that, though, you that. have the right that says, no, leave our guns alone. And the left says... It's the right to bear arms. It doesn't say what kind of arms. Right. So it's like... I understand we do need a we need citizens to have guns. And I've tripped out too about this about the El Paso shooting was that's an open carry state. Yeah. So and I I saw an interview with a guy this morning and he's like I didn't I just left my gun at home. Right. And he's like if I would have had my gun I think I I could have he's a he was a private in the army and he's like I could have done something. Wow. And so again <sighs> I mean there's so many different things there's so many laws we could enact or not right. enact or things we could do to make it better but we just something needs to be done and my biggest issue is i my i'm a firm belief like we own in our house we have three guns uh handgun 22 rifle and we have a shotgun shotguns disassembled in a case so i mean there's nothing to do with that yeah um i don't even have any ammo for that but um I you know you can't buy ammo in California without doing like well they just recently did a whole change thing you have to like go it's crazy what you have to go through to get ammo now I stocked up I, I we did not <laughs> which tells you how on top of this shit I am but yeah my thing is um, doing something is better than nothing and right now the left is holding on to the left and the right is holding on to the right and it's like I think something needs to be done with the type of weapons there needs to be mental health checkups that's on a everybody big part. I mean and we need to do something about the mental health problem in this country because i mean the level of like suicides from depression the the number of yep. i mean ssris that are being prescribed you know like it's just it's What's crazy um drugs that are prescribed for things like um any kind of mental health issues whether yeah. it's you know depression or bipolar or manic you know any any of that stuff yeah um like some of the biggest prescribed drugs are you know, quote unquote, for like those crazy people, for and depression it's like, and all that, and, and it's like basically treats him like it, it's like a sedative, man. You're like putting them down. It's like they can't be their normal selves. They're not getting treated the right way. And back in art, even like ADD and ADHD wasn't a thing when I was a kid, and now it's like everybody has it. How is it? How do we go from nobody had it to now we just made up a disease and everybody has it? Uh, because you're just trying to explain away human behavior. That, and I think. Big Pharma's trying to make some big bucks, Big man. bucks, dude. A lot of that marketing crap, like, uh, I heard something, too, like, Viagra wasn't for its current purpose in the beginning. It was for something else. It was and for it, Alzheimer's treatment or something. It was for something, like they were like, oh, it's not working, but look what it does. Look what Let's, Bill, and Bill then, said, I'm going to take it a right. little. <laughs> and then, so they hired a marketing company who came in and came up with the name for it, like, how to do the whole thing. A marketing company involved in the health industry. Yeah. That's a problem. It's a huge problem, dude. And then you have big pharmas, you know, big pockets, in you know, out in D.C. paying everybody off and same with the NRA and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's like... Not a peep from those guys about all this stuff. <sighs> What's well, the other thing, too? I've said this repeatedly. Who stands to benefit the most from coming into this issue of gun violence and helping to solve it? The NRA, the NRA They totally would. If they, they're like, you know what? Let's do... Let's set up free educational classes yeah. about how to actually use right. guns and what to look for and... What, you know, when if somebody's saying stuff or whatever, it's like right because they said there's there's 
there's signs, you know, before people go out and do this that they'll start posting things on those sites mm -hmm. like 8chan, 4chan, and all that stuff. Oh, hell, you can even see sometimes on like shit like Facebook oh, and yeah. stuff where people, you start, somebody's mental health kind of deteriorates and it's like, let's go check on Bob. He doesn't seem to be doing too well, you yeah. know? Or he hasn't posted in a while and his last post was like, I hate this world and I'm going to get revenge. It's like, come on. But somebody like the NRA could step in and say, you know, we want to be that go-to Here's a hotline. If, if you feel that you're in, in uh, a danger to yourself or others, call us. We'll help you. We'll get yeah. the mental health people there for you. Because if they can get rid of this, how the, the left calls, you know, like these gun-hungry blah, blah, blah. If the, if the NRA can help get rid of that misnomer, if that's what they think it is, yeah. then they stand to benefit hugely from that. They totally do. But instead they sit back and they just keep, you know, heels in the dirt, kind of like not willing to budge. And that's the problem is nobody's willing to budge. Left's not budging, right's nobody's not budging. budging. dude. It's crazy. So it's just all these people, it's like thoughts and prayers and, you Let's know, nothing. Keep your thoughts and prayers. Right. Just keep them. Don't, yeah. even, don't even say that anymore. It's like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I, if somebody says that to me, it's like, go fuck yourself. You're not offering up any solution. <clears throat> thoughts and prayers do nothing. I mean, I guess for those that, you know, believe in God and think No, but I mean, they do thing, in but... a right situation for sure. But this is a continuous pattern that's right. like... Obviously, your thoughts and prayers aren't helping. Right. Because if, if, if they were, if you really cared, th it would change. The well, air would change. If you believe change. in God, then God would come in and you think that that's how things work. Then God would come in and change the hearts of, of these politicians yeah. on the left and right. And yeah. clearly God's not stepping in yet. So it means that we weak-minded humans have to do something. And what we're doing is this perpetual constant pointing fingers back and forth you know across the fence yeah and nobody's willing and it's gotten worse we've talked about it before where it's like at least like 20 30 40 years ago it seemed like politicians would at least kind of like talk here and, oh, they there totally and would, come dude. up with like some they totally would and now they don't do shit they don't know no, they're just making money and fucking off like mitch mcconnell republican out of kentucky nancy pelosi out of california democrat like I, you know, it's funny, like, I see friends who They're are on the, the left or the right, thing. but people praise Pelosi on the left, and they praise um, McConnell Mitch McConnell on the, right. on the right, and I think they're both assholes and should both be fired by the American people. I think they should be, too. Exactly. And it's like, show me how much they've enriched themselves. Right. I heard a rumor that uh, Pelosi was worth, like, $100 million, and She's it's like, for what? For coin, dude. For being a politician. Right. And how is that what? possible, dude? It's so crazy. She's cheating some shit. Greasing those palms, mm. dude. Greasing those palms. It's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts, man. Like... It just, it's a bummer, man, because like, even us sitting here doing this and, like, most people you talk to on the left or right are frustrated with it. You see it. You know, well, you... people are super frustrated. And, and for people to place the blame, there was a, um, a congresswoman in Ohio who mm -hmm. said that all these shootings are caused because of, um, what did she say? She said, uh, athletes who kneel, homosexuals. Uh, uh, recreational marijuana use, Obama. When I laugh too, when Beto's all, it's all Trump's fault that this is happening. I'm like, Trump is, he's he's partial to blame, right. but he is not the fucking. No, this was going on before him. It was going on before him, guys. It right. was going on during Obama's and before administration, Obama. before Obama. I mean, too. it's progressively gotten worse. It's definitely progressively gotten right. worse, but it's not. You can't blame it on the president. No. You're just looking for a scapegoat. Right. I mean, because people don't want to talk about these things. There I mean, was a, there was another politician that blamed it on. Um, video games yeah kevin mccarthy from bakersfield oh our boy that's jackass, <laughs> dude. kevin if you're listening man, you're a jackass yeah that's losh's um thought about you kevin and i'm not far behind um yeah it's like even commentary like that like trying to 
put it off on something that's like, okay, then let's ban video games. Well, that's what it, I mean. It, <laughs> we're going towards and even watching the stuff because we are real and people have no idea it's and it's happening from both the left and the right from those who want to stay in power right we're becoming a police state and right. people are just like you're giving up your freedoms in the name of security right but it's not you need to this you shouldn't have to give up your freedoms in the name right. of security it's like you should have security but mm-hmm. you should still have your freedoms right and so they what's going to happen is we'll be like we'll we're going to get to a point where we'll be like these other countries like china uh-huh. or indonesia where the internet will be monitored. Things won't. You won't be able to search for certain things. You right. won't be able to do certain things. And I mean, even even right. Trump and them were saying it's it's social media. That's what's right. that's what's causing this. It's like, no, that's just a a byproduct of it because people want to become insta famous, right? And they think I'm going to be this or that, and people are going to remember me. It's like, no, dude, you did something horrible and right. you're rotten jail, and nobody's ever going to speak of your foul name again. Right. I mean, it's like whole fifteen minutes of fame, if that you know. But who are they? famous too other Criminals? mentally ill people like them or white supremacists like oh cool he killed 20 hispanics like but they i they, a guy was saying this morning on one of the on the programs on cbs how this is it's causing other people who are mentally tripped out right to be like they're it's energizing them a contagion right. is right what he, he almost called it like a contagion right right that makes sense though because it's kind of that whole premise of remember back in the day they used to call it like copycat crimes yeah. like somebody would abduct some kid and then all of a sudden Somebody over the next like 12 months like childhood abductions would go up a yep. small percentage and then it would kind of flatten back out and I think the same thing happens with this stuff because you know you see it on you know if you go to a place like 4chan or what's that other social media site that's that's like you can go it's basically a bunch of like white supremacist hate people but it's a it's not so, reddit no um, damn, I forget the name of it. Anyway, it's like if you go to a place like that where you're surrounded about, or, you know, around like-minded folk, then and you go do something like that to those people, whether it's ten people or a hundred or five hundred and seventy-two people, you're a hero. You're proselytizing, right? And they're all like, "Yeah, he did it, and did it. I'm gonna do it now." Yeah, and it's like, yeah, but you're done then, dude. Like, you, you don't get to like raise your family or have a family. No, you don't and that's get to what that's what they're talking like, about. They said because if it was if a lot of these sites, if they're based outside of the country and these mm-hmm. things are happening, the FBI has they can have jurisdiction over them outside the country. Outside the country, but if it's if they're domestic sites, mm-hmm. they can't legally. You have to have a warrant to be on these sites to like in live time to check this stuff. Right. Because if you're doing that and you see something's going to happen, you go and arrest somebody. Right. That's just talking. They're they're right. they could just be using their First Amendment right to express themselves. Yeah, just bullshitting. Right. And you now you've you've violated their Fourth Amendment right. Jesus. So it's like it's a real Ugh. sticky situation. Right. Um, and I don't see it getting good. I mean, I that's, that's bad English, but that's <laughs> <laughs> super bad English. But I don't see it getting any better at all. Right. Um, I just well, like what what because you just talked about the whole like kind of freedom of speech and we talked about on one of the last episodes we talked about like it seems like comedy is one of the last bastions of yeah. like real freedom of speech because yeah. people go there even though you might be offended by a joke they say you know it's a comedian you know it's a joke you exactly. know they probably don't feel what they said there was a female I, I was listening to one of the latest Joe Rogan ones and he was talking to a comedian and about roast battles that happened at the comedy club down in LA. They used to tear it up. Yeah but this one dude said something was like riffing on this com- female comedian and she said something to the effect, what her comeback, Adam, was like, I wouldn't fuck you if you raped me. <laughs> That's pretty... <laughs> but if you said that in, like, a lot of circles, that would be, like, offensive and hor- All that whole conversation would be. Yeah. But they, like, you know, but 
around a bunch of comedians, it's like you can say anything, and you it's just, like you got to be more outrageous and just you're just making. It goes back right. to like when we were, you know, on the houseboat this weekend. You're laughing, and somebody says something, and you add to it, right? And then somebody else is adding something to it, and it's right. just like you may be riffing on somebody a little bit, but it's funny. It's, it's all in good. It's, it's all, all in good humor. All in good humor, you know, and. So where does that line then go? Because, like, again, we talked about this. Like, wh what do you do then with, like, things like 4chan or this or that or the hate speech or whatever? And then it's crazy with what's it's, happening. It's all protected under First Amendment, you know? Do you, and personally, I feel like anybody should be able to say anything they want, but you have to realize there are also consequences. Exactly. And here's what I mean by that. I mean, like, you should be able to say whatever you want. And, I mean, with the exception of, like, you know, physically threatening like you're going to kill somebody i think at some point that has to be looked at but the government needs to stay out of it but you also need to be smart enough with what you just said to realize that you know crazy chris hiding in the bushes just heard you and he he's super offended and he comes out with machete and you know hacks you up oh, that's now he would go to prison he did the wrong thing but you you have to realize that people are going to overreact to things that you say exactly. and they may react uh, impulsively that's I mean, that's shit you teach your kids. You, like, there's consequences. You don't act on your impulses. So be, like, be smart about what you say. But, yeah, I think people need to lighten up. We're too serious anymore. You know? Yeah. Just laugh. Go on a houseboat and laugh. For sure, man. I love, <laughs> I love laughing. God. Well, it's, like, better than being angry. It's, like, that whole thing of laughter is the best medicine. It's kind of It really true. is, man. We were worn out from laughing so much. I've had those times where you laugh so hard, you're like, your cheeks hurt, your stomach. I cough a lot when I laugh. I'll just oh, start, really? I'll start coughing. <laughs> <laughs> go into a coughing fit. That's always fun. Oh, that's cool. But yeah, so, I mean, something definitely, something definitely needs to happen, but it, it's the inaction. What we as people, if you guys are listening, it's like, text Pelosi's office, text, uh, text, uh, Feinstein. Yep. Text Kamala Harris. All these people are on the fucking trail and stuff, doing stuff. It's like, go, I don't like, you're not doing anything. Right. The solutions you're offering up are caca. Well, and I think what that's a good point, though. It's like, we, but we should be contacting Republicans and Democrats, telling them, neither one of you get your way. You guys need to come to the middle and at least try something, implement something, even if it's a little bit and you guys, like, have to come to the middle yeah. and go, like, okay, we'll do that. Okay, we'll do that. And try something. Yeah. Because this whole try nothing thing obviously is not going to work. It's not doing anything. I mean, two mass shootings in like roughly 24 hours. That's crazy, man. It's pretty wild, dude. It's terrible. So, I don't know. I'm tired of talking about that now. Terrible. Um, so, um, what else has been happening? I'm trying to think. We got back in from Seattle on Saturday, went home, like started laundry and like kind of unpacked a little bit. And yeah, then yeah, we got went. In, you, did you? Yeah, Saturday night. So. Yeah. So we, um, but we got back early enough to where we went out. I think, did we come down here? On Saturday? Yeah, I think we did. I think we came into Tin City Cider. Yeah. No, I didn't. We didn't get back till 9.30. Oh, didn't you? Okay. Yeah, because like I said, we drove at night on that one part and it's sketching me out. But I got to tell you, man, the sunset coming through the valley was beautiful. Were like clouds and stuff? Or there was what? some clouds, but I, I mean, I hadn't been through the valley in a long time. And it was just, I was, it's, it was pretty. I mean. That's cool. You just think about, I think about when we were driving through and I was looking at all the, the different, um, all the different things that grow out there, man. Oh yeah. It's wild. It's huge, dude. Well, California produces something like 70 or 80% of the produce that the country eats. It's wild. 
And it's like people just think that California is either L.A. or San Francisco, and it's not, man. It's like no. mostly farms and woods. It, it, and that's people. <laughs> it's mostly is farms and woods. Yeah. You get off the coast yep. and you go anywhere east, it's going to be all farms and yeah. woods and you know mountains. It's, and, it's crazy. It's it, and it's like we're lucky to live here. I mean, yeah, it's depending on where you live. I mean, it can be expensive and all that, but I think every place kind of has its good and bad about it, right? I mean, yeah, for sure. You know, but. Uh, yeah, we're lucky to live here, especially to be so close to the coast, to mountains, to snow, to, you know, lakes and rivers and yeah, all that Yeah, it's funny because they kept asking me, like, her family. It's the, they 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 all live up in Pleasanton. Okay. And they'd be all, where are you located? Mm-hmm. We're past Rolls. What's the biggest city? Mm-hmm. L.A.'s three hours away. San Francisco's three hours away. Oh, okay, okay. Well, is there another big city? <laughs> San Luis Obispo? Oh, okay, okay, because... That would be her uncle. He's such a funny guy. Mike. <laughs> um, just one of those practical older guys. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me tell you, man. I'll tell the kids, you got to be 25. By the time you buy your first house, you should be 25. And really? Start investing. And yeah, I got it. Just real practical dude. Drove yeah. for Safeway for like 30 years. Oh, really? Yeah. So I, had a good, like, retired guy, right? Great retired. He was a Teamster. I mean, come on. That's cool. Yeah, I know, right? Can't mess with those Teamsters. The only thing better is like those... Um the benefits that like uh retired uh firefighters and, and yeah, you know guys, some of those guys get well well and then they can retire young enough to where they like i know people that have retired from being this many years on the fire department and then they have their electrician business and they go do that for the next 10 15 20 years and yeah. it's like just making bank man yeah but those, those those things too though where people retire from like the fire department that's where california gets in trouble with like the calipers yes all the retirement funds are right. draining all it's gonna stuff. catch up someday, just like Social Security, right? Just like Social Security. Well, yeah. I'm, well, I'm not gonna get any Social Security. I, I don't know if I will. I mean, I don't know. The, and it, I laugh when they say, "Oh, it's an entitlement." I'm like, "If it's entitlement, stop taking it out of my fucking check, then." I know, right? Yeah. Stop taking it out of my check. Let me deal with my own. Life Let me deal with my own entitlements. Yeah, but instead, well, I heard too, like the money that we were paying because the boomer population mm-hmm. is so high that like the money that we pay in now is going to pay them. So that's why they're going to pay for us. That's why they're all bitter against the millennials because right. they're like, oh, our grandkids are lazy, they're this and that. And it's like, don't really? be an asshole, man. Really? Lazy? <laughs> stop. I don't think millennials are that lazy. I mean, they're different, but they're not lazy. I don't think they're lazy. I think it's, I mean, I think every just, generation has lazy people. I think yeah. millennials, from everything I've read and even from what I've seen, they kind of have different desires. Like, my parents, it was more about like the American dream, right? You get your job and you yeah. work it for 40 years and you buy a house in the suburbs. Millennials now, like they don't even want to really own a car. Like a lot of them don't even want to buy a house. They want to travel. They want to do their work or whatever. A lot of them want to work remotely and even the generations coming after that. But um, what's wrong with that? There's nothing yeah. wrong with it. I mean, it, this whole notion of like you have to buy a home or you have to own a car, you have to go to college. It's like you don't have to do shit. Do they don't want. do that But shit. be productive. Be productive. Do something. And I always laugh because people go, we got to save for retirement. I'm like, all right, cool, cool, cool. And I'm like, what about all the people living like in India or, you know, some country right. that's, India might be, because they have, they have a different social system. I'm sure people save for retirement, but say like a small country like, like Chad or, right. you know, Libya or <laughs> Zimbabwe, right. you know, something that where it's like, that's not their, their dream right. is to eat. I know, right? <laughs> Daily. They don't give a shit about what's happening when they're, you know, 20 years older. They just like, I need food and I see a cat. I'm going to try to catch that cat. Or you, whatever. So it's, to me, it's, it's the, the whole dream. It has to be this a certain way is, 
Well, but I mean, that's why I think it's kind of coined the American dream. That's true. It's the American model of like, this is what you should do. And but that model didn't even come into effect. Until what, like the, somewhere between the 30s and the 50s? 50s? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't around back then, but yeah, I mean, because I mean, because before the Great Depression, there was no American dream. It was, was like no middle class. Everybody was hustling, do, trying to get by. Yeah. But then something happened, and I, I mean, I, it's obviously got to pertain to something that happened. Maybe it was the Great New Deal. It was uh, that was a big part the of the Industrial that's social, Revolution. That's socialism, right? Though. But that, so, but the Industrial Revolution kind of created all these jobs, manufacturing, and those in the eighteen hundreds. So. That changed a lot of stuff, though. The like the projection of where we were going, you know. Um, we became a consuming, a consuming society. And it got well. It's like remember like those old black and white things you see every once in a while from like I guess it would be the fifties. I'm thinking, um, you know, it's like oh the vacuum cleaner and the show's mom vacuuming the house yeah. and it's like the microwave and you know the toaster and how she cooks for the family and then you know how they go on a trip and dad drives the you know whatever Chevy. Bel Air in, into work at the whatever firm and you know it's like the big bus steering wheel yeah um, yeah like when we started well I mean think about it wasn't it I have, I've heard weird things about how like radio was invented basically and again military stuff we've talked about that too like a lot of this stuff comes from military stuff but that like TV programs were created by marketing firms because they realized that in between, like they could come up with these oh, advertising yeah. things. And they used to be where it wasn't really commercials. It was in the show. It was like product placement yeah, in the show. Yeah, total product placement. Yeah. And it was like sponsored by Paul Mall. Yes, yeah. So it's Boy, like- this Paul Mall is so yeah. good. Well, remember even that shit, dude. It's like cigarettes. Oh, um, four out of five doctors recommend Paul Mall. What? Yeah. Now they're all going like, nope. <laughs> no. Don't do what it. happened to those doctors? Oh, they all got lung cancer. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Died in a horrible fit of pain. <laughs> Chest blown out. It's so weird that like, maybe that's like my biggest pet peeve. If I really had to boil it down, because I think it covers a lot of shit, is how manipulated we've been. But how much, how many of us like just fall for it? We all fall into the daily routine. Oh, work from eight to five. Oh, I got to pay these bills. Oh, you know, there's two drivers in the house, so we should have two cars. We have to have this house. We have yeah. to own that. We have to go to food for less and buy those things. And, you know, like you go down, to, you know, we don't even buy cereal because none of us eat it at our house, but it's like, you, how do you decide? There's 800 cereals. What is, you don't need that many. It's just the flavor of sugar you want. That's all. Right. Or the look, I, I want the one with the unicorns. That's great. Like, you know, like, I don't know. I just feel like we've been so manipulated oh, by the whole sure. consumer thing. And it goes into like big pharma, the cigarette industry, our politicians, the NRA, the the left and the right. I just like everybody's trying to manipulate like the herd. Like, yep. no, go this way. No, go this way. Go that way. And it's like, I think more of us, I don't care if you love Donald Trump or hate his guts or love Obama or hate his guts or love cereal or don't. We've all got to like step back and like look at what in the fuck we are doing. Yeah. Because we are the problem. We are the problem. We're letting them do it so they keep doing it. What if we all stopped doing that one thing? Let's all stop buying cereal. Make your own. I don't know. Eat, do something else. Stop buying cereal. Yeah. Guess what would happen? They would stop putting cereal on the shelves. Yeah. Start eating apples, dude. Eat something healthy. Drink an apple. Drink an apple. Drink an apple a day. It's just, yeah, man, it's like the, the manipulation that goes on. And it's like, you know, Trump manipulates his base and they fall for it. And the left manipulate their base and they fall for it. I they think Pelosi's a hero and Pelosi's not a hero. She got wealthy 
being a politician. Off which the is backs like, of the people. Yeah. Sorry. Um, how come Russell's not around? I don't know. Maybe he's off today. He's never off. Oh, it's Monday. Um, yeah, man, we just live in weird times, but I think every generation says that. You know what I mean? Like, Vietnam was weird times, right? <laughs> you know, the Great Depression was weird times. Yeah, but you didn't have mass shootings. Well, I mean, Vietnam was just a, a mass bombing shooting it was a over there. Quagmire, but that was, it was over there, but it was like, and that's the thing, it was over there and it wasn't affecting people. It was only affecting them when their sons and daughters started coming home. Right. All fucked up or not coming home. Or not coming home. Missing arms and legs and shit. And then it's like, what are we doing in Vietnam? Yeah. What, what are we doing there? It's like, they don't want us there. We don't want to be there. You're just trying to impose your own self style of government it was going back to like we're the young teenager on the block trying to like you know you pump our chest out believe. there and if you don't believe we believe you're <coughs> wrong and it's like that's not the case it's so crazy man even think back to like to civil war times could you imagine like when the civil war was happening if there was like social media back then oh, geez, <laughs> can you imagine the facebook groups oh my gosh the north and the south it would be insane absolutely insane yeah, I don't know. I'm looking forward to not being able to check in on my phone all the time. I mean, I'm going to have to come into town every day to check I did have, for a little I bit. have had, like, a little couple shaky moments. Oh, I'm sure. Like, oh, man. But then it's like, okay, well, f- nothing I can do right. about it. I mean, I go get another phone. I'm like, ah, I still got seven months left on my right. paying off the other one. That's <laughs> so so like, you do have a flip phone? Because even flip, you know how many, there's a lot of people switching back to flip phones so they don't have all the apps and shit yeah. on their phone, man. Yeah. Because it's it really does take up a lot of your time. Lisa's stoked, and now she's the one on her computer all the time. Why is she stoked? Phone. Well, because I I would be on my phone a lot. Oh, but now she's on a computer all the time. Well, now it's like she's on she's on the phone. I'm like, well, what are you doing? Get off your phone. <laughs> Always on your phone. <laughs> You're so busy. What are you doing? Get off your phone. Let's yeah, talk. Yeah, you know how on the iPhone it tracks like your usage and sends you. An I turned update. that off. I didn't want to see it. Oh, so you, I have it on still because I was too lazy to go in and turn it off. And it was from, not last week, but the week before, and it sends you the update on, like, Sundays or yeah. some shit. And it said, oh, your screen time is down 72% from last week. Oh, and I was, like, I was like, holy shit, that's awesome. I went in, and, and like, I, instead of, like, five hours a day or four hours a day, it was, I would, like, that particular week, I'd only looked at my phone for, like, an hour and a half a day. That's good. I was like, shit, man, that's awesome. But then it'll probably spike to, like, back up to, like, Oh, you're up 112%. Maybe. I mean, it just, uh, it, it was nice. Like, even up there, it's like, we were like, we got to take some photos. We got to take some photos. Right. All right, okay. And I was super bummed, man, because my phone updates, what, every morning? It'll update everything to the cloud around yeah. 730. Oh, so you didn't have time? Well, it, I got some, I got the morning photos I took where I'm laying in the bed looking out the window and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't get those kids when they were uh, on the, um, That's when they so were surfing. Which I wish I would have, because it would have been so awesome. There was some great it was great photos. that's kind of the problem too with the phone right because it's not just a phone i mean it's like it's everything google it's your phone it's it's your you know texting it's email it's um camera video it's like all these things in one you lose it that's like losing like six different things yeah totally. you know so it's like i know if i lost mine like if if a meteor just a tiny one just hit my phone right now and annihilated it Annie's at the sports club right now. I would drive over there, tell her I need a new phone, and we would all drive down to San Luis to the Apple store and get one. That's how You go to the Apple store? You don't go to Verizon and get them? Uh, no, normally we order them online, and they come to our house, and we set it up ourselves. But in, in, in case of emergency, I would go down there. 
Usually in store, from what I've noticed, and I'm probably totally wrong because I'm not really a tech geek, but usually from what I understand, it would be cheaper going into the Apple store than going to Verizon, but I don't know. Maybe Verizon has deals or whatever. They just put, they just put it in your plan and you just pay like, like a car. That's what we've done just because it's like way better than throwing down a grand. At yeah, no, you just time. do it. It's like 28 bucks a month. Yeah, that's what we do. I was going to, this is the, the iPhone X 10, whatever, and uh, the new ones had come out. I guess it would be this past October, September, October, when they always release them. And normally every year I'm like, oh, God, I want to get the new one. Because I've fallen into that. Yeah, I don't, I'm not into that no, at but, all. No, but so I did it. But this past year, Annie was like, okay, the new phones are out. I'm, I'm going to check and blah, blah. And I was like, you know what? This one's fine still. It'll be yeah. fine for another three years, four well, years. Well, let's not go crazy, Loach. Don't let's tell not, Annie, don't, don't, don't listen. I don't want to be having some old janky phone that somebody's <laughs> going to be like, Oh my god, that's like three years old. Do you buy your? Remember those jabs when you were a kid? Oh, did you buy your clothes at Kmart? Remember that kind of bullshit? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> See, you got you got you when you'd have fake bands. You got those at Kenny Shoes. Yeah, 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 like knockoffs. Yeah, those were like twelve dollars. My parents have jobs. They got me a real pair. It's like thirty six. Yeah, You're right. Your parents are also in debt, dick. That's I. Yeah, a lot of debt out there too. And why? And it goes to, I think that goes back to what I was just talking about, manipulation. And this manipulation to think that you have to have the house and the this. And then you get that and then you need, oh, but look at the neighbors. They um, they uh, had their house painted. We should do that too. Or look, the neighbors did an addition. Oh, oh, they got a brand new car. Yeah. Not, not into any of that. We have a Jeep, 2016 Jeep and a 2011 RAV4. And we're fine. <laughs> we have our 2014 little midge. Mini edge. That's a gets good gas mileage, no? Gets great gas mileage. Yeah. And um, it works. It yeah, runs. went up there and almost all the way back home on one tank. So hmm. happy about that. Is that the one car? Or do you have another? Just the one. That's cool, man. So we'll. I mean, we have to figure stuff out for like when we do things, but it's good. You kind of have to plan ahead. We plan a little bit. Yeah. But it's it's not that big a deal. I mean, if anything, I I'll walk to work. It's two miles. Well, that's the cool thing for you is like where you live and work is like you could technically get away with it. Plus, you know a bunch of people around you. I mean, if you needed a ride somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, we have two, and um, it's mainly been because the whole time I've known Annie, she's had to, usually driving over the grade to, to go to work. Yeah. So there was just no other option, and I was a painting contractor, so I had to have a vehicle. Yeah. Um, now I just think it's out of habit, honestly. I think we could get away most days with just one vehicle. The RAV4, though, is cool. It's paid for. Like, we that's don't good. owe any money on it. So the Jeep, we have a payment on, but that's it. Yeah, and that goes back to credit and all that stuff. And I'm like, I don't care about any of that. <laughs> I've had bad credit, good credit, bad credit. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, whatever. I think that's kind of, for a lot of people, the cycle of life, right? You hit, like, good times and bad times. And then it's like, those bad times, like, son of a bitch. Yeah, but even then, I don't think my bad times are as bad as some other people's. Oh, no. Well, that's that whole thing we always talk about, too, man. There's, like, somebody always has it worse than you. Somebody always has it better than you. Like, yep. you just you stay in your zone and do your thing. Yeah, it's, um, that is such a weird thing, man, all that. You see it, too, like, even in Tin City Cider, like, I'll hang out in there and just kind of people watch, and you, you can tell the people that, like, give no fucks, and then the people that are, like, how they dress, like, oh, they're all fancy, or, you know, they got those expensive-looking sunglasses, or, you know, they're like, carrying their purse like this over their thing, and it's like, what, what are you? Why are you so fancy? Why are you so fancy-pancy? Meanwhile, like, you know, between my shirt and my shorts and my flip flops, it was probably like I don't know, forty or fifty bucks. Like I don't care, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm so I'm just like uh, you know, I I like having some nice things, but yeah. other times it's like I don't really care it's, at all. It's not going with you, bro. 
None of it is. That's what I trip out on that. People need to realize that. So you can't take it with you. Well, but people live like it's going with them. Like there's like the next the next area is going to be like, oh shit, man, I'm going to have my beamer. No, you're not. No. Well, the Egyptians will show you right there. The, where you go in their tombs, all that stuff's still there. I know, Couldn't right? Couldn't take it with them. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't take it with them. Suckers. They <laughs> fell for it, man. Yeah, I don't know. It's um, yeah. Speaking of cheap shit, my sunglasses. These are new. I lost my spies in the lake too. Well, these aren't great sunglasses, but my pair that I had um, broke when we were in Seattle. So we were at the Space Needle and I needed glasses. So and I think they're chick glasses. I'm not sure. But no, no, those are nice. I like them. They got like a purple haze, huh? Jimi Hendrix stuff. Yeah. Um, that's cool, man. They were like nine bucks. The best. I used to spend like 125 bucks on sunglasses I and they last like, like six like, months. I used to do that too. And it's like, nope, I'm done doing that. Yeah, I can't. Like the most expensive I'll go now. Like if I find a good pair that has like quality lenses that are like 40-ish, you know, like lenses that help yeah. block out all that shit they say is poisoning you. I get I get real sensitive to sunlight now. Oh, I am super sensitive. I wear sunglasses like it's cloudy day right now, but it's like even on a darker day, I wear sunglasses like like all day long, unless I'm inside. Inside. But if I'm inside and there's a lot of windows, I'll still wear my sunglasses. Yeah, I just my my eyes just hurt. Yeah, I get squinty, man. Like that, it's like it just um they get watery. Mm, yeah. Which is annoying because then you're like looks like you're over in the corner crying. You're like I, nothing. I'm good. I'm good. I'm not just I'm need okay. my damn sunglasses. Leave me alone. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It's a crazy world. I feel like we're both kind of still coming down off being away. I think so too. Like I'm still trying. I gotta go back to work today. Um, then start harvest next week. You're working over here today. Yeah. Just like your regular gig one to over nine, here. and then yeah, I'll have one day off, and then hopefully I'll give me Sunday off. So I don't. If you're listening, Drew, hopefully they'll give me Sunday <laughs> off, so I don't have to work nine days straight. You know, it's um, that's another thing I fall into is like during the week we tend to like go out on the weekends, but during the week we try to get out, but it's usually associated with some activity that Sammy's in. You know, like yeah. tonight he has art up at um, Priap, which right nearby is Sucasa Mexican food. So Annie and I will go over there and have like a small bite to eat and a drink or whatever while we wait for him. But, uh, you know, like I hear, you know, like you're like, oh, I'm working one to nine. It's like, oh, we should like come down here. But it's like, oh, well, no, we have Sammy's activity. You're up there. You know, it's like just there's always that kind of shit. But I like the idea of like being out during the week when because for the longest time I fell into that whole thing, too, of like, well, no, like tomorrow I have to get up and work. And like, so you need to stay home and, you know, go to bed at this time. And it's like, no, man, you're an adult adventure. Break that rut, bro. I say that all the time. I'm like, I'm an adult. I'm like, I know the consequences <laughs> of what going to party on my Sunday night. Yeah. Get at it. Monday morning, I'm gonna have a hangover and got to get at it and keep working. No matter what, man, you did it. You fight through it. You, yeah. need, you need a shirt that says, "I'm an adult." I'm an adult. <laughs> How can you do that though? Where it's like it almost gets like that point across the way you just said, like, "I'm an adult." What'd you say to me? I'm an adult. <laughs> That's what you need is. <laughs> I'm an adult. Uh, what are they gonna have shirts that like? like talk like when you walk by people it's like a sensor and it goes on it's like i'm an adult like it speaks it every time it probably they'll something like that will come up somebody would punch you though because after like the 800th time like you imagine you're like you're not an adult but your co-workers get tired of hearing that shit that's just because they're not being adults fucking children um you want to wrap this one up yeah all right people this was number seven thank you for listening tell people Yeah, tell people, sharing is caring. Always.